This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the creators of Wagertainment. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed, it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, it's awesome to be here with you. Which camera is it? This one? It's the big one. Yeah, right the big one. Yeah. Awesome to be here with you. That's right. I'm, I'm talking. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Unless you're listening on the radio, in which case I'm not looking at you. <laughs> Talking at you. But yeah, uh, right. but it's great to have you here as part of the BetQL Network, where every game's game seven, and we give you no hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, and we bring you sports, and this week we're going to bring you even more bets than usual because oh we are coming to you live, not just today, but this entire week from the site of Super Bowl 58 coming up on Sunday. Woo! Las Vegas, Nevada, the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, which is absolutely awesome. It is great to be here. BetMGM, a gracious host, as always, here as we are literally in the sportsbooks now. Yeah. Now it's it's obviously it's it's Monday at noon. So there's, as, there's stuff. There's there's some stuff. We got, we got soccer some, we got about to horse start. Racing, the true degenerates. So uh we got a few over there. As as the week goes on, this area, as all sportsbooks uh in Las Vegas are, will be absolutely packed. We look forward to that. But it is great to be here this week, obviously from Las Vegas, Nevada. Also from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and I heard on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius 160 and XM 205. It's Ken and I. He's right here. He's sitting next to me. What's up? It's great to be sitting next to my guy, Ken. <laughs> Normally, he's in Connecticut. I'm in New York. As we bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting. Yeah. Proudly presented by, you guessed it. You'll never believe it. <laughs> BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks that I mentioned. We're at the BetMGM yeah. Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. Download that app, the BetMGM app. Visit that website, BetMGM.com. And do so on an M3, Magnificent Football Monday. Three words that start with M. Super Bowl week, February 5th, 2024. We're on Twitter, at you better you bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite yeah. handicapper. He he was on X last night. I was. Ranting and raving in the hotel. You see me at the clubs? So, yeah. yeah. We went to bed pretty early, so did I, yeah. because we're both really <laughs> lame. My club was my bed. At, yeah. uh, at club bed, at yeah. Lockie Lockerson. And on this magnificent football Monday, live from Las Vegas, we'll bring you three tremendous guests. How about this? Batting the leadoff in Super Bowl week. Wow. It's like Ricky Henderson. <laughs> Like this is the leadoff. When you think Super Bowl week, I think Ricky Henderson. <laughs> We're gonna have for you Joey Kanish in the leadoff spot, yeah. baby, joining us at four o'clock Eastern time. Kanish giving us all his bets for the Super Bowl, whatever the hell else Kanish is betting he on. He insisted. Kanish will join insisted us. on coming on Monday. It's I okay. said, "Are you sure?" I said, "You sure you want to be first? He said, "I want to be lock. I want to be first. Also, we uh, 
we, 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 we also another, needed him to come on for us. We needed another guest, and Ganesh yeah. was happy to oblige. We will also bring on, because golf, a big story in the betting world this past weekend. Shout out to Wyndham Clark at the yeah. Pebble. Shout out to a lot of people that bet him. Yeah. Jeez. God, God bless them. Hope you all get paid. Our friend... Our friend Jeff Feinberg will join us for Mayo Media. Jeff, also a big Chargers fan. We'll find out what Jeff thinks about Jimmy Harbaugh and the Bolts and get some golf bets coming Jimmy. up for this weekend. And then for two segments live on set in the Power Hour, the whale capper, Drew Dinsick. Now, whale usually joins us every single Monday, but he's uh, he's on his computer, right? And like we do a video call with whale, but it's only for one segment. Again, two segments. 40 minutes with the whale capper, Drew Dinsick, and he will be on set with us here from BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay. Not just Super Bowl 58, but we will talk all things in the NBA as well. Plus, yeah, it's uh, Super Bowl week. Yeah, you know. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. Chiefs, Niners. Y- you know. Mahomes, and, yeah, Brock, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Some names Kyle you might have heard of. Yeah. <laughs> Noah Gray. <laughs> yeah. Blake Bell. Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Tony got Sky Mork. Tony, Jared Tony McKinnon. Gonna... We can talk about him at some point. Okay, yeah. He's going to throw a wrench into a lot if he's. I almost hope he's is that not. We call him the wrench. The wrench. Jared, Jared, the wrench McKinnon. Jared, yeah. they, he thinks his nickname is Jet. Yeah. It's actually the wrench. Yeah. The wrench. Um, we have. <laughs> See him on the field. Hey, wrench. <laughs> get out. Get out there, wrench. Yeah. Uh, we have, for the second consecutive year. Oh man. A big. You've heard of prop sheets? No, no, you haven't. This yeah. is the. Uh, this is the big ass. Prop sheet, guys. Let's take Ken yeah. Solo here. No, don't for a take me solo. Here. Take the take the book or, solo. Yeah, take, <laughs> we have the big ass yeah. prop sheet. This is a ten-page document, double-sided, yeah. and it is yeah. just filled. Pages. Yeah, it is filled. You get the idea yeah. with props. You'll never believe what's on it. <laughs> props, as far as the eye can see. So over the course of the week, this week we will go through the entire prop sheet. It was the blue pages last year. These are white. Yeah. Remember the white pages? Nobody knows what the white pages are anymore. Well, if you're of a certain age. Right. You gotta get Remember out. the phone book? We had the yellow pages <laughs> yeah, back in the day. Remember we used to have a phone book? Try explaining that to anybody under the age of 35. So we have the prop sheet. And not only that, but, you know, we're here We're here in Vegas and the Super Bowl is going to be on yeah. Sunday. We're going to give you our updated thoughts on hashtag the big game. I've got a really specific way I think this game's going to play out. We will talk about that coming up in hour number one. We'll hit the prop sheet as well. We will also, over the course of the program, Talk a lot of NBA. Joel Embiid out for an extended period of time, which is just like sucks for a variety of reasons. We'll talk about NBA most valuable player. We'll talk about the balance of power in the Eastern Conference and do the book stink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Doc Rivers, all comma All Star Game coach Doc Rivers in Milwaukee Name as only. we move along. Uh, power Hour, final hour, will feature all our bets coming up for tonight. But we are locked and loaded here again, live from BetMGM Sportsbook in Mandalay Bay. The start of Super Bowl week, Super Bowl Fifty Eight, alongside my guy Ken Barkley. Ken, how's it going? Good. I thought this was uh, I thought this was pretty telling. Nick and I ran into each other in the elevator. Well, as I was getting off the elevator where we were, sta- we can say where we're staying, right? Cause it's an MGM property. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're staying at the Aria. Staying at the Aria. And, is, I, and I was going downstairs because yeah. I forgot a toothbrush and had to go downstairs to buy, I feel like Kevin McAllister and home right. alone going to buy a toothbrush. But, and, and, it, and it was approved by the, the by the dental associate. <laughs> nice. So I was, uh, Nick and I saw each other and I, I had just gotten off the plane. We bump into each other happenstance and, uh, Oh, like, how you doing? Uh, like how's, and, and it's kind of, I guess it's telling, right? And whoever's listening to this, when you first get to Vegas, what's like the first thing that, I think a lot of people, what's the first thing that you do? A lot of people, it's like, well, after I check into the hotel, I I go to the pool, or like I hit the tables, or I go play blackjack, or I go play but a pull slot machine levers. I don't know if people do that anymore. Uh, video poker, whatever it is. So I run into Nick, and my first thing that I always do 
is I eat. <laughs> That's always the first thing that I do. So I dropped off the bags, went to Holstein's at the Cosmopolitan, had a quick burger. And Nick was telling me, oh, yeah, like I got here earlier. And then I got a massage and I went to the spa. I did. So, so like yet again, one of the things that makes the show successful, I think, the differences between the two. We have a lot in common. We also have some things that are different. Uh, I arrive and I want to stuff my face with a burger and Nick gets here and he wants to look really pretty. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Just, and it was great. Um, I will say that if I'm coming here with friends, so it's like a work trip, right? Sure. So if I'm coming here with friends, like the first thing we're probably it doing. It is. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure like, those plans after the show. So like the, on first, the first thing I'm doing yeah. is dropping myself in the room and I'm going right down to play some blackjack probably or craps, whatever. Sure. With my friends get a drink. But it's like Blackjack this, or craps, which one first? It kind of depends. If they're on, both open, like you go, like you, elevator goes down to the aria, you go out into the casino floor. The pit is empty. You can have your choice of any game. First, you're stepping up first and putting your money down to play what? Solo blackjack. If I'm with some friends. So if there's a guy sitting there, you're like, I don't want to play. <laughs> oh no, solo meaning I'm by oh, myself. Okay, got it. All right. If I'm with my friends, yeah. I'm open to do whatever they want to do. Okay. If they want to play craps, play craps. No, but I mean, if there's like a stranger at the table that disrupts things for you now it's crap it depends like if i sit down and the stranger's like doing stupid stuff <laughs> right okay like it's like uh like, you're gonna be able to detect that right away like, what would be like the the first dumbest dead giveaway um like he has 16 and the dealer showing 10 or seven like a seven yeah and he stays on six yeah on that's 16. tough that's a tough one even i know that one i don't even play black and it's just like okay yeah. great like you don't understand the fundamental rules yeah. of this game and you also don't understand math now get off this table <laughs> and also die <laughs> Drop dead, jerk. <laughs> Try to screw us out of all our 19, money. 19, hit me. 20, um, hit me. So if I'm with my friends, then yeah, like that's what I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the tables first. Yeah. But by myself, like on a work trip, yeah, you're goddamn right I'm going to the spa. I'm getting sure. myself a massage. I sat in What the do you do at the, so the massage is self-explanatory? Do you do the stones thing? Do they put the stones on Oh, it? yeah. So this is a uh, shout out. Is to it a type of stone? Like a specific, it's like well, a there was a there was a salt a, there was like a yeah. salt stone. All right, there's a salt room with this funky chair, like this curved chair that you sit in, All right. and it kind of like your legs kind of are like uh, are upward reclined, and then like your ass kind of goes down, and then right. you're reclined. I, I so sat it like in, a triangle. Is so that like what I it is? walk yeah. into this room and it's called the salt room, and I walk in, I'm like, I don't know, it's just like a room with a bunch of chairs, and like, what's special about this? Yeah. And then I sat in the chair, and I was like, I, I, I don't know what's happening here. Right. There's like cr crack in the air or something. Yeah. This is the greatest place I've ever been in my entire life. And I, okay. took, I took a nap in that chair, then went into the stone room. I didn't have a bathing suit, so I couldn't go in the jacuzzi, but I sat in a sauna for a little Wait, bit. So stone room is they put the giant stones on your back, right? No, it's like not really not oh. really that. It's uh, They always show that in the commercials, and I always think it looks cool. It's like a bunch of like heated like stone beds. You like, oh. lay on them. That sounds okay. uncomfortable. Yeah. No, it was it was okay. And it was like heated. It was nice. Okay. But the salt room, which again, yeah. like you would walk into and I was like, oh, maybe it'll like smell like the ocean. Yeah. No. no. Also, like, like there was like no salt. Like, you but, rub a lot of salt on you. But it yeah. was it was this it was this weird chair. And then <laughs> I sat in the chair and I immediately thought, well, I'd like to spend a lot of time yeah, in this salt chair room. right now. Yeah, so yeah. Salt room. So if like I'm with my wife or I'm by myself or business trip, that's what I'm doing. Okay. And that's what I did. And it was really great. I, I love it. Any, anything else from the uh and then the massage was probably outstanding. Is a now you you uh, you indulge in these things very often. Like not you, during football season. Once we're like out of football season, then you yes. have some experience yes. with all this stuff. Yes, is like a Vegas massage way better than the massage you would get like at the generic place. Nah, home? man, I go to uh, I go to this place called Athena Spa in Staten Island, which is okay. not which is not a spa. Is it like a pretentious place where like Vegas and it would be on the same level, or? If, no. Like if I went to suburban Connecticut and got a massage, no. would it be like the same as this? No, massage? this is like yeah. a whole. I'm not trying to disparage the place because no. I get, I get the best Athena. Athena. Oh, you get the best Goddess massage. War, right? You get yeah. the best massage of your life there. Right. But like you walk in and you're like, it's it's not a spa. It is it is 
not a spa at all. Oh, okay. It is not a spa. May have some spa-like qualities, but it does not really fit the particulars. No, okay. it, it does not. But yeah, this I would say the massage itself was like a seven and a half or an eight out of 10. Okay. But the whole, the ambiance made it great. It was sure. definitely worth the money. I love it. I was trying to think as you were given the answer, I don't really do massages and spas and I probably should, honestly, probably use, I could probably, whatever they're offering, I'm sure I could use 10 of all of it. Uh, I'm going, um, that's what my wife, my wife and I for Valentine's day are going to do. Oh, I'm like going to book. Like oh, a I did. Spa I've, I've done a couple's massage before. I think I don't remember if we like held hands or I don't think we did. The tables were next like, to each other, like, like manatees, <laughs> like something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of jokes there. So it was pretty no, nice. That, I kind of liked it because that's yeah, that's, so. what, that's what that, that's oh yeah. otters do that. <laughs> yeah, because one of my ex girlfriends always used you know to say, like walruses. No, yeah. because because when right. we would we would lay in bed together, but ex girlfriend of yeah. mine, and we would like hold hands. She would always say like 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 otters do that. Oh, they, okay. When they're in the sea, they lay on their backs and they hold hands. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. As opposed to like me and Craig Stadler getting a massage. <laughs> so like, or like me and you next to each other, yes. like holding hands during a massage. I just wanted to tell you, you're really important to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about the table thing as you were like, what would you play first? That's like a tough call. I think a lot of people, because I have friends that do this too. I'm sure you have friends that do this. That's not even disparaging. Just I think we know a lot of degenerate gamblers. Yes. And I think they all like to do this. Yes, and, and uh, guess, guess who else are degenerate gamblers? And I, I think, well, because there's the, there's the Entourage episode when they go to Vegas. And the first thing they do, right, is they put, I don't even know if they put a hundred dollars because he's a movie star, but like they put a hundred dollars on black or whatever. It's like the first thing they they wear before they check into the hotel. One of my friends does that. Yeah. D my question is, did everyone rip it off from that, or did everybody do it and they are just like, oh, everybody does that. We'll do it in the show. It seems like something that like people would have discovered before Entourage. Yeah, <laughs> hundred dollars on one of the like two just colors. walk in yeah, and be like, like, like what, what's the like what's the like the, the first bet that I can make here? It's Let's just, bet on a color. It's just it's one of we do this with sports betting all the time. This idea that. You know, for example, in the Super Bowl, like the, the Chiefs are drawing a lot of interest from the betting public so far. More people want to bet the Chiefs than want to bet the Niners. That's true at every sports book everywhere. And it's by a pretty large margin. And I think there are some people that are like, well, then it's like destined for the Niners to win because that's true. And this is the same. I mean, this is if you go, well, why is that a dumb idea? OK, if you're a roulette, at a roulette table and red has come up four times in a row and you're like, well, that means... And then everybody puts their hundred bucks on black and half the time it wins. And the guy walks away or the girl walks away from the table going like told you four in a row, like hit when, you know, it's like a true coin flip probability minus a couple percent. And then there are some people like kind of lose and they go, well, now it's really going to hit. Yeah. And now I'm going to put 200 for whatever Martingale, this thing, double your bet all the way to the finish line. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a sports betting parallel. It's like everyone's favorite thing. Something that when applied to sports betting sounds really stupid. And, and honestly, I think a lot of people are going to bet the Niners in the game, like solely for that reason. And they the, might win. And they can win again. But if they win, is it because red was up four times in a row and it was Black's turn? Or just because, like, that's how random these things are that sometimes you're going to be right? I, I think people have a hard time coming to grips with the fact that life is just, like, completely random. No, you just got to let go. Just just arms crossed, just fall back. It's a trust fall. But I mean, but I mean, but it, in, in, like, in sincerity, like, yeah. it really is. Like, that's not BS. Like, it really is that. Yeah. I was watching uh, Across the Spider-Verse. That's the second one on the plane. And uh, A Leap of Faith. That's, like, one of the themes of the movie. It's just it's a leap of faith. Like, it's... To a certain extent, yeah, you want to bet on the Niners, you want to bet on the Chiefs. Like, I wish there was as much certainty as the bet splits would have you believe, or that Mahomes would have you believe if you like the opposite side in the game. Like, Mahomes going to lose the Super Bowl sometimes. Happen to him against Brady. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. It's gonna happen. Probably not even again. It's gonna happen like several more times because he's gonna make the like, game goes so every damn year. Often. So. Yeah, he's gonna make the game literally all the time. I, so people just got to come to grips with that. I'm with you. Man, I gotta. I. Yeah, you were like really pained and you 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 know how this is going to end. Nick actually has the script. This actually isn't a prop list. It's just the script. Um, the Super Bowl's going to go. Well, the, the more I think about the game, the more I 
the more I kind of think, like, it's look, San Francisco's favored in the game. It shouldn't surprise sure. anyone if they win. The more I'm thinking, I, I don't know. San Francisco, like, might, pro, I, I don't know. I don't know. Last week, I was Well, that very, was really telling. There was a lot going on. Last there. week, <laughs> I was really confident in Kansas City and like, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little scared at this point. Only now. six days away. You got plenty of time. I do have plenty of time. Yeah. Um, and I, I have a pretty specific idea of how I think the game's going to play out. And coming up next, we'll start giving you our thoughts on hashtag the big game, AKA Super Bowl 58. Side in total, Nick and Ken just getting started here from Vegas. You better, you bet. Bringing the action of the big game to you. It's You Better You Bet, live from Radio Row in Las Vegas. And in, touchdown San Francisco. McCaffrey's going to get it, and he walks in. Touchdown San Francisco. Here's Kansas City from the 19. Throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. With Kyle Hamilton all over him, the matchup you wanted to watch, Kelsey wins it. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas. It's You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. I love that. Good stuff there from our pal Jake the Snake. From Vegas. Live from BetMGM Sportsbook in Mandalay Bay. We'll be taking you up to the big game from Sid <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, no, we're gonna we're leaving on Saturday. Nah, yeah. But but we'll take you up until Friday. What was it last Eastern. year from Arizona? Uh, just a touchdown throw from the oh, big game. Cool. To, to be fair, like we were like Barkley back to pass. Oh. He sees Costos open and he underthrows. But do you like think like yards, Prime so. Marino could have hit the stadium from where we were? Like, no, right? Well, I don't know because they're showing highlights. We have a ESPN up right here. This uh, precision passing in the Pro Bowl games, which I think people saw because Dan Orlovsky, ESPN's NFL analyst, got a better score than every competitor. And this was people be like, well, it's Jalen Hurts. No, like CJ Stroud was in this thing. Like the, the competitors, to be fair, were Stroud, Mayfield. I wonder if there's a betting market for this. Stroud, Mayfield, Minshew, Geno Smith, Hertz, and Tua. What about the stay stay um uh inbounds in the end zone while you're getting well? Jared <laughs> Allen's running at you with a full the safety speed. competition. Yeah, the embarrassing safety competition. So Orlovsky got a 27, and like I, I watched this this clip of him doing. Yeah, I've seen this a bunch of times. Like they're tough. Like they're. I mean, what am I? I didn't play quarterback. They're tough throws. Like some of the long distance ones. To be honest, I watched Jalen Hurts and Tua compete in this thing. It wasn't just I saw the scores. I mean, like, woof. <laughs> like, I mean, really. And people be like, maybe Jalen Hurts is injured. You were asking me that before the show. We're like, maybe they don't care. I got to be honest. Like, if you're out there, spotlight on you. And like, you should want to win everything. Also, you ha you're actually under a bizarre kind of pressure. Because if you do what they did, now it's a week of us all making fun of you. And you and they know that. Like, you don't want to be coming last. You don't get no, zero points and be like, oh, I don't care. Actually, get zero points. There's some team somewhere is going to be like, man, do we want to give that guy a lot of money? I don't know, man. He got zero points at a precision passing competition. Good thing Jalen like Hurts got or the money already. Well, <laughs> Orlovsky got like 37. Well, what's Tua's con they got new contract? I, I love how he said, like, yeah, I expect the deal to get yeah, done. I bet it's you like, do. Well, I wonder what the yeah. Dolphins think about that. They're going to be really interesting this year. They're going to have a really high win total. Who, who they hire a new defensive coordinator yet? I don't know for Fangio. I, I knew I. I only put you on the spot there. No, that's I kind okay. Of you were going to know the answer. Only, and oh, I Anthony, have done that Anthony, Anthony Weaver, their assistant, the, the Ravens' that? assistant head coach. How many Ravens got hired? Didn't oh, like a bunch oh, of them or get promoted? Well, they were really good. Pretty they, good they coaching had, like, the staff. Best team. Pretty good coaching so, staff. So. So a Ravens assistant's the new defensive coordinator, and then still like McDaniel is the offensive, offensive shell. Play caller, yep. They have so many, and they have so, they're like the Browns. Yeah, they're, they're going to be billion injured. They players. should be awesome next year. I would argue Cleveland's upside is higher because Watson's like theoretical upside is higher than Tua's. in a playoff game. Like who? 
yeah, I mean, in a playoff game, who would you rather start? And that's with Watson having the last year that he had. Well, but but like the last we saw Watson, he was great in that game yeah. against Baltimore. Yeah, he was really, really good. He's had a good playoff performance before. They're 24 nothing on the Chiefs. Uh, 21 nothing on the Chiefs. And then the Chiefs came back and covered the game line. Yeah, and scored like 51 unanswered. In the or uh, divisional was. round yeah, in 2000, 2000, uh, January 2020. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dolphins going to be so, they're going to really high win total. Division's going to be nuts because like Buffalo's going to bring back enough. Rodgers. Rodgers is going to be back. And I'm, I'm going to buy probably because I'm an idiot despite the athletic culture stories about them. Yeah, no, that's, that's like if I told you it was, I mean, what's it going to be? 10? More, probably more. Ten and a half. Yeah, t- uh, yeah, ten, ten and a half. I mean, they they won't be like. A su- I don't even. I'm gonna get down so many rabbit holes here. I don't know what San Francisco's free agency is like. Their win total is gonna be crazy again. Eleven favorite, and a half. Favorite in every game this year. Yeah, eleven and a half or twelve or more. Um, yeah, Seahawks will have a new coach. Yeah, Cardinals are still probably pretty bad, but like not as bad as they were this year. Uh, yeah, like ten. What would you do with the Dolphins over? In the regular season. I don't know. Maybe, maybe under. Like, who's the Patriots quarterback? I mean, JJ McCarthy. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I don't know what it's going to be. I, I don't yeah. know if I, if I definitely bet over on Miami. Ten, you know, just they feel like a really good, like a regular season accomplishment team next year, even better than like this past year because they'll just, you figure they'll just be healthier because it's kind, it's pretty random how this stuff works. The, uh, I, I am far from the like I, I need my quarterback to be on at all times, even like in the off season. I'm far from like that dude giving yeah. that take. Just kind of like why it alarms me a little bit. And look, Jalen Hurts can win a Super Bowl next year. Yeah. It, it's a little alarming for someone like to not care about an event like that because you would think that. Like, if it were me, I'm wired that I would want to win everything that I did. Now, I'm not going to be, like, devastated if I don't win. Right, you play like Scrabble that. against everybody. You want to crush them. Yeah, anything like, that you would play I've gotten them. into fights with, like, good friends of mine because they're like, why do you feel like you have to win, like, this beer pong game that we're right. playing at the end of the night? You're like, duh, because it's it's competition. Because because yeah. that's the whole point. Like, right. I'm not, the point like, is I, to win. I, I, I would yeah. like to win. I'm not going to, like, die. Like, you would argue the point of beer pong is not to win, but I would. No, but, like, but, 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 but I want to yeah. win. And if I'm. Right. I, I, if I'm Jalen Hurts, I would want to win that. I don't know. Lose to Dan Orlovsky. How about I wouldn't want to come in last? How about that? It's a little weird. Anyway. All right. So we're here li- live yeah, from, you know, uh, from BetMGM like Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. The site of Super Bowl 58. Uh, let's talk about the game. Um, we're going to do a ton of the prop sheet Which this game? week. The big uh, game. Uh, the, oh, Lake, the big one. Uh, we'll do uh, what Lakers Hornets tonight. Yeah. We'll do oh, that later. Oh, we're going to talk about that game. I think we're both going to have bets on that game. Uh, let's talk about hashtag the big game. And any updated thoughts that we have since last week. So have BetMGM up here, dot website, BetMGM.com. The point spread and total market for Super Bowl 58. San Francisco, you you might be surprised to hear. <laughs> it's exa- exactly the same as it was the last we talked. Can't wait for it. It moved all week. It's going to be a great 30 seconds. It's going to be awesome. Uh, San Francisco, a two-point favorite. The total is 47 and a half. And just yeah. quickly... If the line moves, it would be like one and a half, maybe two. Like we're not going to three. We're not going to a pick 'em. Well, it's gonna be see, San Francisco uh, favored, right? Do you see the Do you see the Kittle report earlier today? So Jeremy Fowler was on ESPN. Uh, Kittle wouldn't have practiced last week. It's like I think it's a toe injury, something like that. And Fowler reported that he talked to a bunch of sources with the Niners, and that like his, basically the way he framed it, I'll paraphrase him, was like Kittle's gonna. Play, it's the Super Bowl. Like Kittle's gonna play in the Super Bowl, but. The, the second part was this is a real injury. Like it's not just some oh like he's on the injury report, but whatever. Like he'll play. Which I found that kind of interesting. Now that is not going to make the Super Bowl line go crazy. Like if it's George Kittle's ninety percent going into the Super Bowl, it's not going to go from two to one and a half or two to pick or something like that. But just like if it was going to move even a little bit, I mean it's not, 
and what that speaks to is like how healthy both teams are and that there isn't some crazy significant injury out there. It's kind of these skill position questions on both sides. So Kittle for San Francisco would be one. And then like McKinnon and who's going to play wide receiver for the Chiefs. These are like kind of like ancillary topics. These aren't things that will affect the side in total. So I'm with you. I don't think they'll move. Just thought the Kittle thing was a little interesting. It sounded like, um, and you better you bet with Nick and Ken live from Vegas. It sounded like last week you were at least leaning towards a bet on Kansas City, yes. or at least thinking that Kansas City, that would be your preferred The best way to frame it was the, the, the unit that I was the most skeptical of, which everyone is, is the San Francisco defense. And so if forced to pick in a pick em game where there are four, four combined offensive and defensive units and three of them are really good and one of them maybe isn't very good, like that, that is the very basic synopsis for Kansas City in the game. So that was uh, Ken's thought last week. Maybe yeah. it's the same today. We'll find out in a second. And you had definitely liked, and it sounded like you liked it more than the side of the game, was the total that you liked the under a little bit last yes. week. So let's talk about now where you stand. I'll tell you where I stand on Super Bowl 58. Changed your mind at all? You definitely, you still like Kansas City. You still like the under. How do you see it playing out? It's funny that I just said, here's the case for San Francisco. Or to be like, oh, well, you really like the under. It'd be like, well, if you hate San Francisco's defense, why do you like the under? Um, feels like, feels like it's a terrible, I mean, it's just, this is my opinion, uh, a run-heavy game. Just feels like a run-heavy game. Um, San Francisco's obviously like going to want to run against every possible look that Kansas City has. And although Baltimore deviated from that really quickly, which everybody talked about, the run-pass split that Baltimore had in the game, how they had been the number one rush offense in the NFL, and they ran the ball a very small number of times, or very low number of times, Buffalo was able to have tremendous success running the ball against Kansas City and did not win the game, but was able to get into like a coin flip kind of a game with Mahomes, who was like on fire in the game because Allen's really good, but also because he was a part of the run attack. They were able to run the ball really well with an offensive line and, and, that could and, do and it. And remember the broadcast, the whole the whole game was Tony right. Romo saying, I worry for the Chiefs I think they're defense. in trouble. They're getting abused yeah. the entire game up front. No, it's a great point. So I, I try to go into this game more with that game than... Because you could be like, well, if Baltimore did run the ball, how would it go? We have no idea how it would because they never did it. So we have no idea Couldn't how it would have gone. Also true. And the game ended up being very low scoring. So I just think like, all right, Kyle Shanahan's been around. I told this story about like earlier in the offseason. And I think even on the uh, the play callers podcast that Jordan Rodriguez from The Athletic did, he talked about this too. This idea that like we're going to run against every kind of defensive look. They could put 11 in the box and we're going to run the ball because I don't want a defense to tell me what I can and can't do. I'm going to call. Now, there's a part of you that's like, well, that's really hard-headed. The, 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 the John Locke of offensive play <laughs> right. callers. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a part that's like, well, I mean, if they put every guy at the line of scrimmage, you're still going to run it. But like what he speaks to is just like, he's going to call his game because he thinks he has really good ideas about what his team can do and what the what the defense is bad at. He doesn't want the defense to get him out of that. He doesn't want that to happen. So they're, I think they're trying to run the ball a ton in the game and obviously use that to set up play action, which they always do. Kansas City, Kelsey will be a part of the game plan, obviously. Like, doesn't it just, like, kind of benefit them with how Detroit attacked San Francisco to, and how they've been, like, the, look at the packages they've been running recently. Like, they're going to go into the game heavy and trying to run. Okay, so here's a lot of, like, chunk ground gains. Here's a lot of clock running. And then it just comes down to red zone efficiency. And this is, again, where I think the Chiefs could be bend but don't break in the game. And I think the, I think the Niners could be... They'd sign up for that in a second, right. by the way. And I think the Niners can be gotten there, but the Chiefs have had a lot of issues in the red zone, especially in the regular season. It strikes me as like a big yardage game, especially on the ground. And I just, I would have a lot of questions about red zone for both teams. So let me ask you a question yeah. and then we can talk more about bets on the side, bets on the total. Do you feel like 
the best option to bet this game would be to bet, like, to do my best Bill O'Reilly impersonation, to bet it live. And, like, maybe early. Killing Mahomes. That's the new book. Yeah. Be, right. To bet it live as opposed to bet it pregame, with the thought being San Francisco is going to try to run it. If San Francisco can run the ball effectively in the game, I think they're pretty likely to win the game. So is it like, watch, it, watch a couple of drives. If San Francisco is running all over them, live bet San Francisco. And if they're not, live bet Kansas City. I mean, you would. You would have loved Buffalo live in that divisional game if that's the case. <laughs> I don't know, Jim. I think they're in trouble. No, they won. And it was on the road. Uh, yeah, I think, and look, like people hear us giving our opinions on the game. This is not going to sound like how the regular season weeks sound because this is the market you're going to, like there's no getting ahead of things. This is what it is. Who do you like in the game? Like it's who do you like in the game? That's all it is. There's no plus EV strategy behind like Niners by two and 47. Well, and unless half. you win, in that's which case it. then it was, oh, I told you. Told you, everybody. <laughs> Mahomes, why would you ever bet against him? Or everyone was on Mahomes. Like 50, like not 50%, but like kind of like half the gambling content creators are going to brag about this one and half are going to be, half are going to take the L. And like it's stupid, whichever one it is. It's just really, because that's probably not how this is, like why this is going to be decided because it's Mahomes or because like everyone bet Mahomes because like it's, it's still kind of the same number. So it's just an opinion. Yeah, and, I, and the, the counter to what I said is just, okay, well, if they're running really effectively, that's play-action pass. That's explosive plays down the field. That's over. That's what that is. Also, it probably depends on who's leading the game throughout, right? Although I guess, like, in this kind of a game, like, I'm trying to think if either team led, is that more of an over game? San Francisco leads more of an over game because then you have Mahomes on the other side trying to come back. Trying whereas, to whereas, whereas Kansas City ahead, now it's Purdy trying to play catch-up, and you obviously feel better if you have Mahomes. Now it's the Ravens game. It's basically the Ravens game at that point, uh, except Purdy's probably a better passer than Lamar is. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. So I, I think, you know, like obviously plenty of time to go here. This is the, we said it all last week. This is the game that's awesome. It also makes it really tough to bet. It's awesome because it's really tough to bet. It's awesome because like, I'm really not sure who's going to win. It's really, really tight. Like there's a very strong case for both teams. I think like for now, I'm comfortable just saying like, well, Kansas City, like I get a couple points and I don't like the Niners' defense, and maybe that's worth making a small bet in the game. I, that's still where I'm at for now. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of different ways it can play out, obviously. You had a much stronger opinion than I did, though. Yeah, and look, like, I want to, like, I do have a strong opinion. I I wouldn't be shocked if it went awry, obviously. Right. I think the game's really, really And we hard. don't feel that way about a lot of Super Like, we like teams in Super Bowl sometimes. We both like Tampa a lot in that Super and, Bowl. And look, like, we... We played, both thought the Rams were going to win against the Bengals. And like, we, that was, we thought about it. And yeah. we played a, a double last year. Yeah, um, and the, and the double. we love that. And by yeah. the way, the angle in the Rams-Bengals game was amazing, which yes. was Rams first Rams half, Bengals first second half, half yeah. which ended up Rams early, Bengals late, which ended up hitting. I have a double thought for this game also. As in two different thoughts or a thought on like a double result? A thought on the double okay. result. And for people that don't know what that is, it's you can bet like winner of the first half or is it tied, winner of the second half or is it tied and does it go to overtime, right? Right, and um, it'll pay better. So like if it's dog ahead and favorite comes back, that'll pay way better. Because usually if you bet a favorite, you want them to be ahead the whole time. These are all based on like what the market is. So last year it was Philadelphia, the double result, which hit was Philadelphia first half, yep. Kansas City second. Philadelphia half. literally, for people who don't know, like the best first half team in NFL history, basically. Second best second quarter team in NFL history for sure. And this year, Kansas City, an incredible second half team. Right. Although to be fair, they have scored on their first drive like every playoff game forever. So it's kind of both. Se I think it's seven consecutive yeah. games. So my thought is, and like I'll start it here and we'll take it into the other side. Um, I think San Francisco is going to be able to run the ball. I I don't know how much Spags can do. We can talk about, oh, he's a great adjuster. He can scheme it up to try and stop the run. 
like, okay, like that's great against Baltimore, and you get Baltimore for their game, and Todd, Todd Munkin's brain gets flushed down the toilet. And Buffalo ran for a lot. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's not going to do that. Like yeah. he's not going to. He's going to keep running at you until the dam breaks. So I think San Francisco is going to have a lot of success running the football, and I think that will portend to a successful early part of the game for San Francisco. We'll talk more about my double result thought and more on Super Bowl 58 on the other side. How awesome is this? Woo. The beautiful Mandalay Bay, BetMGM Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. Love Mandalay Bay. You better you bet rolls on right after this. You're listening to You Better You Bet live from Radio Row, getting you ready for the big game. Snap back to Mahomes, rolls to his right side. Now throws it for Kelsey, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. The 47th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey in the sweet nectar of the end zone. Live from the heart of the action at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas. It's You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. <laughs> Tell people out here you want some sweet nectar, you're going to get a couple different answers. Uh, <laughs> Mitch Holtus with the call, a legendary play-by-play guy for the Kansas City Chiefs. So you, have you never heard him say that, tasting the sweet nectar of the end zone? No. It's like one of his catchphrases. I heard somebody in the parking garage out here saying I didn't know what it was in reference to. <laughs> the, uh, his thing with, he always, remember Larry Johnson? Not not grandmama. No, no, no. Yeah, running back, like number from, one fantasy from, running back. From for, Penn State. How long was, was he the number one running back at ever? ever? Like for a, a season, for like a he season? definitely was. Yeah. yeah. His He always called Larry Johnson the centaur. And he would say, like, the, the centaur, because I, I used to have to cut the highlights for NFL sure. radio. It was the centaur, literally, this was the quote, pressing his flesh into the sweet nectar of the end zone. Not, oh, no, there's a lot going on there. No yeah. BS. Like, that was, and I used to be like, yeah. there's no way this is actually what he's saying. I'm going to Spearman Rhino tonight and say that to see, see what happens. <laughs> press, press, press the flesh into the sweet nectar of the end zone. You go to jail if you say that yeah. to somebody. Like, actually say that to another person. Uh, the, the great Mitch Holtus with the call. Uh, we got great guests joining us over the course of the show today. Joey Kanish stops by. Not literally. He'll be oh, on the Can phone. you imagine? No, I, if the I, Lions had made it. I'd love to meet him at some point. Yeah, I've never met him either. I talk to him all the time. On a variety of apps. <laughs> I'd love never, to meet him at some him. point. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Feinberg will join us on the phone a little later talking golf. Drew Dinsick will be here in person. We've hung out with Whale a couple times. Absolutely great dude. We look forward to that. But right now, we continue our thought on Super Bowl 58 and anything updated from last week. So, uh, saying to end last segment, Ken, as we're live here from beautiful Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Sin City. My thought is, the city that never sleeps. My thought is, I think San Francisco is going to be able to run the ball in the game. Okay. Buffalo-esque. Bu- Buffalo-esque. I, and I don't know if Kansas City is going to do be able to do much to stop it. Uh, I think San Francisco is going to be successful early in this game. I think McCaffrey's going to – I was almost – like, is it both running backs for Super Bowl MVP? And I'm, I, I think I might kind of kind of be there because I think Pacheco is going to have a lot of success on the other side. Now, I think Kansas City is going to try and run the ball also to start okay. the game. I see – off the off the bat, San Francisco having more success doing that. Sure. With McCaffrey on this Kansas City defense. So I think that will lead to a more successful opening 30 minutes for the Niners than it will for the Chiefs. Well, opening 15 minutes. For opening first first quarter, possibly, right? So the double result I'm leaning towards is San Francisco to be ahead at the end of the first half. Sure. San Francisco more successful early. I think McCaffrey has a big first half. Maybe takes a little bit for Kansas City to settle into the game. Maybe Kansas City doesn't like break the dam immediately with the run game. You would think like Steve Wilkes, Niners defensive coordinator, has really, and I give him credit, has been putting his players on blast. 
like sure. for the embarrassing effort in the NFC Championship game against the Detroit Lions. My thought is at least at the start, you'll see a really good effort from San Francisco, like running to the ball to try and take down Pacheco, who's obviously a really aggressive runner. So I think San Francisco early in the game, and then once we get to the second half, if Kansas City's behind, like now it's Mahomes' time against the Steve Wilkes defense, and that's when I expect the dam to break and Pacheco to have more success. So I think the double that I'm looking at right now, Ken, is actually the opposite of what a lot of people will be talking about, which would be KC early, San Francisco late. I think I want to flip that some bitch around and go San Francisco early, Kansas City late. So Niners winning at the end of the first half, Kansas City to win the game. And like Mahomes wins it at the very end. If that happens, Mahomes wins MVP probably, right? He leads the drive at the end of the game. They win the game. Unless, Depends on who the touchdown goes to. Unless, like, Pacheco scores a couple. And I, and I think this is going to be... Or Kelsey catches the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think he would win there. Um, <laughs> Kadarius Tony. what about that one? Uh, I mean, that'd be pretty not exactly the same because you're saying it's, like, on the ground and McCaffrey, McCaffrey wasn't on the team a few years ago. Not totally dissimilar from what happened when they played a few years ago. Now, that game was 10-10 at the half, I think, but the Niners got a brutal offensive pass interference call on Kittle. They would have scored right before the half. They played better in the first half, and they definitely played better in the third quarter. And so it was, you know, Niners up, and here's Mahomes in comeback mode. That We have seen that before. That is, like, not exactly the way because it was in the third quarter, but exactly the way the Super Bowl a few years ago played out. You said that led you to both running backs to an MVP. So the prices are obviously much different. McCaffrey's hanging out like four or five. Pacheco, I mean, depending on the 30, 40, 50, something like that. I mean, is it like, is it Pacheco because the price is crazier? Like what, like when you're saying that, like you really are going to bet both or you like Pacheco, like I think everybody thinks McCaffrey's going to play well. He's almost as likely as Purdy to win Super Bowl MVP. Is it Pacheco because no one thinks that? I mean, this was the root of the handicap two weeks ago, three weeks ago when I gave this out is like the skeleton of the offense is more Pacheco than you think. And that means he and can win more game, often. And in this game, it might be a lot, a lot of him. Well, that's kind of what you're saying is the way you see the game playing out. It's even more than what I thought. I mean, because I didn't know what the opponent was three weeks ago. Now we're there and you're saying, no, no, like it's actually going to be really likely. Maybe at price is that that's been a popular bet not like among like all betters, but like people that I've talked to, it's like Debo comes up all the time for the Niners and it's that's price, right? If McCaffrey's four and Debo's 20 and you think Debo could still have a lot of explosive plays in the game, that makes sense. And then with the Chiefs, it's like, oh, well, what do you want to do with them? And it's always, well, I think Mahomes is going to win, but, and it's, I've heard the most Pacheco and a defensive player. Those are the two things that I've heard with the idea being that like Kansas City's identity this year, and I actually heard this on TV a couple shows on the flight down, mirroring what I heard from other people I talked to, just... We talked about Super Bowl MVP always goes to like it represents the identity of the team. And I know it sounds insane that Patrick Mahomes is not the identity. Well, of the everyone's City saying like the, like the whole thing. But, it, the but whole if everyone just says it, then it's true. And if everyone says it's the defense this year, then that's what it is. Even if it's not, even if it's Mahomes. The whole right? conversation last week on like these stupid like debate shows yeah. it was is Patrick Mahomes the best game manager of all time? Right. It's like a, it's like a joke. This by the way, it's a voting award. Like, what are people saying? How do they think about the team? A lot of people this week are just like, yeah, you know, like the Chiefs defense, that's that's how they got here. Like, that's what it is. I mean, we can talk about that at some point, too, if you were ever going to bet one, a defensive player on their team to can win. I, I, I have a really just well. I have it on. right here. You want to get, you want to, well, who, who do you like? Well, I, I want to talk about a San Francisco defensive player for MVP. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Why, tell me, tell me why well, you like that player. I have an, it's an insane thought. Admittedly, so it's going to be an insane price, probably. And it's too. it is a massive, massive, massive price. Um, Randy Gregory. So let me uh, let me let me set the scene for you. Eric Armstead, player with a very very 
high draft pedigree. A, oh, a player okay. who got called. He's going to get called out a lot. This a, week. a player who has whose upside is to completely wreck any game that he plays in. You know what his upside this year was this year to win comeback player. To win comeback player. To win comeback player of the year. Some would say that maybe he'll be chasing Super Bowl MVP. Well, look, he's four hundred. Some to would one. say he won't look young in the game. <laughs> he's he's four hundred to one. Is like, he really? Is, is he even on this page? I, I I think I literally looked at. I'll I'll look. I right have now. the master packet. So I have MG. Oh, I have a four hundred. I have him right here. Yep, four hundred to one. So rotation I, five two zero one nine for anybody would like it, to do it, that. Is it is it that crazy to think that coming off a week where he's been absolutely <laughs> bla- the answer is probably yes. I mean yes, it is crazy. <laughs> but I'm just saying at price. Yeah. At price. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to bet a little bit on Chase Young to win Super Bowl MVP. My problem is, like, the identity of the Niners is that everyone thinks the defense blows. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, they could play really well in the game, but I think everyone's going into the game with, like, a pretty dead-set opinion on what it is. Would be like Larry Brown won Super Bowl MVP yeah. for the Cowboys. Like, that Cowboys defense was good, but, like, the identity of the team was Aikman, Emmitt, and Irvin. I think if you like really, if you like the randomest Super Bowl MVP winners, that's always the first one you'll go to. Because all the other defensive players, you're like, well, yeah. Like Dexter Jackson, oh, Dexter Jackson, Malcolm Smith, Malcolm Smith Von Miller. Uh, yeah, you'll just go to those and you'll be like, yeah, like that's what it is. Or it's a quarterback or it's like the best wide receiver in the league at that point or whatever. That's the only one that's, yeah, you know what? That's who they gave it to. <laughs> like, I don't have another explanation for you on that one. Um, just the night, like t- to me, the identity of the Niners, it's going to be McCaffrey has a great game and they win and he wins. Or it's a close game and Purdy leads them and he wins. It's just and Debo can win. You need something really specific. I think I like Kittle more than Debo in this game. If Kittle's I don't think I like any me. of them. Yeah, I think it's just like well, Ayuk's gonna have Snead on him the whole game, and I think that's bad news for that. Right. I got some bad news for Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. And then it's like okay, if Purdy's under a lot of pressure, I think the ball's probably gonna go to Kittle more often. Now sure. I will say, I was talking to our guy. Is is Tavernay still here? I don't know. Alex Tavernay from Ben Jim. He was saying he's around. He's, he's he's kind of everywhere all the and, time. And I told yeah. him I was going to steal this from him, and I am right now. I guess I did credit him. Which is, do we think that if San Francisco is just going to say we're going to run the ball the entire game, and like if you can stop it, God bless you. Yeah. We're going to try and do this. Is it like twenty carries for McCaffrey and like twelve carries for Debo Samuel in the game? Right. And we're just going to run it down your throat. It's Debo, comma running back, which we obviously saw in a bunch of the playoff pushes the last couple of years, and he was hurt in the playoffs this year. And it's like there's no game next week. Like this is right. it. Right. So, so like, like run him, run him into the ground until the wheels come off. Yeah, it's it's totally possible. You're right. I I guess I need to be more open minded to Debo. To me though, like, but like, listen to it. Really strong case for McCaffrey to win. Really strong case to, for Debo to win, partly because of the price. Really strong case for like some of the chief skill position players to win. I think that kind of means no bet as like the ba- as bad news as that sounds. I've got some bad news. That means like, if you like everyone, you like no one. That's like kind of what it is. I mean, the contrarian bet in this game is Purdy to win. There's no, I mean, there's no question. That's what it is. And I don't even mean contrarian, like the public's on something. No, no. Like he's priced crazy versus how quarterbacks. And it's not just like, well, Trent Dilfer, what was his price? Is there any similarity between how the San Francisco 49ers have operated this year and how Purdy is operating? Purdy number one in every category. Trent Dilfer was not number one in every category. Trent Dilfer so only this, started like less than yeah, half like the six season games, that year. something like that, right? To what Tony Banks was that the original uh, starter? Tony Banks, hundred yeah. percent. I I wasn't sure if I just I was I was like, is his first name Tony? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Lloyd. Uh, right. <laughs> You know, my Uncle Phil's brother. So, uh, and he yes. handed it off, and obviously Tony Yayo was one of the running backs. <laughs> right, yeah. Daddy using technology. 
got the props in front of me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like there are so many good cases for so many players to win. Even the defensive players are a little more believable. I feel like than in some games. That to me that means okay. Then like then there isn't a bet. Like you have to like, like that means you have to like one of them and not seven of them to make the bet because it's just as easy for Purdy to win. I think and and his price is still the craziest to me. I have the other Chief stuff. Like I don't want to bet Purdy to win. But and if you had no all right like a minute left we have no bets already on super bowl mvp the one super bowl mvp you'd bet right now at price would be who the one at price yeah chase young having like no other tickets <laughs> chase young. is no, it really no, chase young no no it could be chase young no the price I, is was, crazy uh pacheco at price i think i would bet purdy let's see what is pacheco right now at mgm let's uh, see uh, right here. 35 35 and purdy's 220 and they're favored in the game do you still win a car when you win the super bowl or no yeah, and what kind of car is it? Bima Benzo Bentley. It's definitely Bima Benzo Bentley. It's be like Chevy <laughs> Ford or, or, or Kia. Or Kia. <laughs> that was, that was just, I just wanted to do a Lloyd Banks joke. <laughs> That's really just a setup for that. I'm fly. I'm in my sedan. Uh, I do want you to answer this question later in the show. All right. Uh, after we have Kanish on. Like, what's your most likely double result? Oh, okay. First half game. Not just a single result. Not just a single. No. We want it went over the wall in right field. We want the double. It's a double result. Uh, All right. Hour one done. Hour two for you. Live from Mandalay Bay coming up on the other side. We will give you more updated thoughts on Super Bowl 58, but we'll start the hour talking the Super Bowl with our friend Joey Kanish.